Thank you for hitting the download and subscribe button on iTunes and Google Play. This is Steven Jensen. You're listening to the Fight Talk Podcast. Today is going to be the official predictions for WWE Backlash. It'll be live this Sunday on the WWE Network. I'm recording this podcast on the 3rd of May. It is Thursday, so uh, just a few days from now, we'll be watching Backlash. And it's kind of crazy, right? I mean, we had the Greatest Royal Rumble like a week ago. And WrestleMania and all the shows surrounding WrestleMania. I was there in New Orleans. Y'all have heard me talk about this, you know, trip already on the show. Uh, you know, so much WWE lately, uh, as well as independent pro wrestling. You know, there's other stuff I go to and follow on a regular basis that I really, really enjoy. I, I'm getting kind of burned out on WWE right now, but not burned out on pro wrestling in general. You know, pro wrestling is is so diverse and there's so much stuff. Like, jump on, like, Powerbomb TV, for instance. I'm not endorsed by them, sponsored by them. I'm just saying, you know, I watch a lot of their shows on there, all the different companies. And, you know, WWE is just kind of, there's been so much of it, you know. And I, I'm kind of really looking forward to getting past Backlash and really just kind of moving forward at a little bit slower of a pace, hopefully, and seeing where these stories progress and where they go and where everything kind of winds up falling because a lot of the stuff on the show really doesn't make sense from a booking perspective either. either. And we're going to talk about that. Before we get started, though, I want to always mention when I do predictions for major WWE shows to, you know, I've got to always give props, major, major shout outs to WrestleRumble.com. That is WrestleRumble.com. They're a sponsor of this podcast. They do fantasy pick'em contests for pro wrestling, and there is always a ton of cash and a ton of prizes on the line. I won the NXT pick'em contest for NXT TakeOver New Orleans and won a replica WWE NXT uh, championship belt, like the real deal replica belt. Things worth like 300 bucks or whatever it's worth, you know. And that's just, once again, not me bragging, although I really, really enjoyed winning that contest, I'm not going to lie. But, you know, that's just to show you, like, these are real prizes with real money. And I really can't say enough good things about WrestleRumble.com. Like, the contests are amazing. And it's something that gives you that little extra boost. Because, like, I was just saying, I'm getting a little burned out on WWE right now. But I will be very excited to watch Backlash because I have something invested in the show. I can win cash and prizes because I always play at WrestleRumble.com. What you do is you just go on the website, you sign up for some entries, and you're going to get a list of a whole bunch of questions. They're going to be about who's going to win and lose matches, about certain things happening in matches, uh, potential scenarios, maybe like returns. Uh, you know, there's just like a ton of different stuff, a ton of different scenarios, even like the way that matches are going to be won and lost, you know, pinfall, submission, count out, all these different things. And it's a point-based system that Russell Rumble... Is I believe they do like every single major WWE pay per view at this point. Like every now and then they skip one or two when it's like back to back to back. But that hasn't been the case lately because they had one for NXT, one for WrestleMania, one for the Greatest Royal Rumble, and they're going to have one for Backlash. So it looks like the days of them skipping shows is probably over, and they're doing every single one at this point. I can't speak for them, but that's the uh, that's the vibe I'm getting. So uh, once again, WrestleRumble.com. Enter now to join the Backlash Pick'em Contest for chances at hundreds of dollars and awesome prizes. And make sure to follow them on Twitter at Russell Rumble. 
Also, I want to give a shout out to Brian Jensen. Brian Jensen is a USA boxing instructor. He's an MMA trainer. He's a cornerman for professional boxers. And he's just overall just a personal trainer that even if you're not involved in the sport of boxing, in the sport of mixed martial arts, if you just want to get in better shape or learn some of these things, hit Brian up. He is the best the best way to reach Brian. I'm going to be honest, like because there's a bunch of ways you can reach him. The best way of reaching him is following him on Instagram. Just follow at Atlanta Boxing Coach. That's at Atlanta Boxing Coach. All spelled out as one word. Hit up Brian Jensen on Instagram and he'll get in touch with you. Set something up. He's from the Atlanta, Georgia area, so he can meet you in person if you're uh, within you know a certain distance. But if you aren't, he can help you from anywhere remotely and get you set up on some awesome plans. So once again, that's Brian Jensen. Get a knockout workout without getting knocked out. Hit him up right now. And last, never least, got to talk about our friends over at Heroes and Legends. Heroes and Legends is a memorabilia and collectible company for professional wrestling figures and autographs, DVDs. I mean, really anything you can think of. They have it at Heroes and Legends. And... The best thing about them, aside from their great products, even actually to me, more importantly than their great products, it's run by nice people that do fair business. And what more can you ask for, you know, pro wrestling fans being fair to other pro wrestling fans and helping them get the merchandise and the collectibles, the memorabilia, the autographs that they've been looking for. So the best way to get in touch with the guys at Heroes and Legends is following them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at HL Pro Wrestling. So with that all being said, kick back, relax, and enjoy these backlash picks right now on the Fight Talk Podcast. All right, we're back from the intro music. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, my friend Jonathan Bodie. That's that's him that you're always hearing on the intro and outro, uh, the music for my podcast there. So Jonathan Bodie, he's the man. He's involved in so much music out here in Nashville and has been for a really long time. So want to give him a little shout out there. I don't, I don't do that often enough on this show. I'm just going to go right through these backlash picks. Once again, brought to you by WrestleRumble.com. I'll probably bring up them multiple times throughout the episode because I really want you to go on there and play the contest. It's so much fun. And I honestly haven't looked at this show or really analyzed it at all up to this point. I will most likely have predictions available tomorrow or the next day at dailyddt.com. So I should have some written predictions on there as well. But let's just go through these and see what we got here. First up, I see Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a tag team match. I mean, I can't imagine that Braun Strowman's losing anything anytime soon. So, I mean, unless Lashley turns or something like that to try to set up Lashley versus Strowman, I just do not see Strowman losing. And I will say, I think that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are the more talented of these four performers. I think that Owens and Zayn are are two of the best pro wrestlers in the world in any company, like especially when booked correctly. I just don't see Strowman losing. And this is a prediction podcast, so I I mean, there's really not a whole lot more I can say. I just think Lashley and Strowman are going to get the job done. And I hope that Owens and Zayn can rebound and something bigger happens for both guys very, very soon. After that, we got Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. This is a weird one, isn't it? I mean, they're obviously building towards Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. 
but Big Cass also just came back, and they're trying to book him strong. You know, he was one of the last two in that Greatest Royal Rumble against Braun Strowman. I just, I mean, I can't see them. Here's the thing. So Daniel Bryan is just in this position where they have this gold mine, right? I mean, it's it's Daniel Bryan. We've been waiting for years for his return. And now he has the opportunity to wrestle all these guys that we've either seen him wrestle on the independent scene years ago or, you know, these brand new faces, these dream matches that we never got to see, you know, up to this point. And, you know, Big Cass definitely doesn't fit the, the mold of either of those things. Uh, you know, he obviously is someone that he's never, that Dana Bryan's never wrestled before one-on-one, but it's not like a dream match scenario. It isn't for a title. It's, you know, even with The Miz, it's a dream match because it's a match that, even though we've seen it, we never thought Dana Bryan would be back and we'd actually see it happen again. You know what I mean? So... This, this all just kind of seems just out of place. And the whole idea behind the story is just kind of really weird. Like, so Big Cash is big and he has Daniel Bryan because he's little. Because he used to be little also. Okay. Great. I think Big Cash needs to win more. But I think that they they really, really need to book Daniel Bryan strong. Like, they have this incredible do-over, you know, possibility with him. Like, they wanted to go all the way with him. They didn't want to initially, but they eventually did with WrestleMania 30 and then kind of pulled back a little bit when he came back the next time with the IC title, but he was still one of the top guys. And then when he left, it was always like, if we, if he ever came back, like we have this, this chance to, to really do what we never had the chance to do before with him. We know what we have here now. And I haven't got that vibe yet from his in-ring return, but hopefully it starts here. I'm going to take Dan O'Brien to beat Big Cass. After that, we got Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. This is one match that just doesn't make any sense uh, with the guys being on different brands and especially with Survivor Series this past year. They must have said a trillion times on WWE programming that the only time all year that we see Raw and SmackDown talent compete against one another is at Survivor Series. This obviously isn't Survivor Series, and I get that some of this stuff was set up before the brand split, or the uh, the Superstar Shake-Up, I should say, but honestly, what's, like, if you're going to split the brand, split the brands. Keep them split. You know, I didn't believe for a second, by the way, that they were telling the truth when they were saying the only time we're going to see this stuff was going to be at Survivor Series. Like, I know how quickly WWE is to just go back on stuff like that. As far as this match goes, though, I think it's going to be a good match. And it's really, this is honestly probably the hardest one for me to predict from, like, a who's going to win standpoint. I would love to see Samoa Joe win this. Like, I think that Joe has been one of the absolute best talents WWE has, you know, on the microphone, in the ring, credibility, I mean... I would not be mad if Samoa Joe beat Brock Lesnar straight up. You know what I mean? Like, I would not be mad if they put the WWE title on Samoa Joe. I would actually love to see a scenario sometime in the near future where we had Samoa Joe as the WWE champion in a title run that was similar, kind of like his NXT reign, but maybe even more like his Ring of Honor title reign, where he was the champion for like two years and 
having just these hard-hitting matches against everyone of every style, and he really cemented himself as the man. Same with like when he was in the X Division in TNA when he first came, came in and he was undefeated for so long. I love when Joe's booked that way, and he's booked that way, and it's credible. Like It, it seems legit. Roman Reigns, I just don't know if it's salvageable at this point as far as making him the next quote-unquote John Cena because that's we can talk we, we can do more more podcasts like multiple podcasts over just Roman Reigns and where they're going with him and what they've done and what they should have done and all this stuff. I've said it once. I've said it. I'll say it a thousand times. You know, Roman Reigns I think is a is a great performer. He's not very good on the microphone. He comes off as really robotic to me and unauthentic. Whereas Joe comes off incredible, like completely authentic. Roman Reigns comes off as like, I feel like he'd like to tell the fans to go fuck themselves. I really wish that he would just do it, but that's just, I, I'm going to go down a whole rabbit hole, with Roman Reigns. So we're not going to do that. I feel like the booking decision here is going to be Roman Reigns winning because he's just been losing over and over again to Brock Lesnar and I just do not see a scenario where they do Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns again soon even though they totally could and it would be a humongous mistake I want Samoa Joe to win this match so badly so oh man this is so hard to call Joe's done really well against Reigns one-on-one though they have like that kind of thing going the real question is, like, where, where do they go with both these guys from here? And the, the really sad thing is they both are on separate shows, so really either can win without the other one hurting from it. Uh, everything is telling me to pick Roman Reigns, but I'm going to go with Samoa Joe because I want him to win that badly. So that may cost me some uh, some money and some prizes at WrestleRumble.com, but I'm going to take Samoa Joe. After that, we got Carmella versus Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I don't think that Carmella is going to lose the belt here, but that doesn't necessarily mean I think she's going to win the match. I don't think she's going to pin or submit Charlotte unless maybe like the Iconics get involved. I It's like, you know, or will they just make this a really quick title reign for Carmella? Because, well, you know, they also have Asuka there on SmackDown now. And Charlotte, you know, is there. Man, that's, this is, I'm going to say Carmella wins, but it's going to be, I'll say this. Carmella's going to leave with the title. I don't know if she even wins the match. It might be a DQ. I I really don't know. But, yeah, I'm going to say Carmella retains. However it is. Um, And I don't expect the match to be that good, to be honest. Like, Carmella doesn't really do anything for me in the ring. Although, I think she's very good looking. And Charlotte is, you know, she's Charlotte. She's, She's great. After that, we got Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. Kind of got similar feelings to this as the uh, Carmella and Charlotte match, only I don't really have a whole lot of time for Nia. I don't think she's, you know, I know there's a lot of fans of hers out there, but I just, yeah, it's just whatever for me. If she wasn't, you know, huge, and I don't mean that in, uh, you know, the way that, I'm not trying to mean anybody, but like she's a, she's a very large woman, right? That's But that's all she really has going for her. Like, she's not, particularly athletic or or impressive or does anything in the ring or even on the mic and stuff whereas alexa bliss is the exact opposite of that i mean she's teeny tiny but she has a ton of personality she's fun to watch in the ring her 
promos, these moment of bliss things she's been doing on Raw have been absolute gold. I think that they're some of the best segments of the show. And, I mean, I would love to see Alexa get the title back. I just don't see it happening. Like, I'm going to choose Nia to win, but I would much, much, much rather see Alexa win that match and get that title back. After that, we got Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton for the U.S. title. Another one where I just don't see them taking the belt off of Hardy, and I don't think that they should. I've said it before uh, recently a lot. I think that Jeff Hardy really deserves a big title run here, uh, or a big you know singles run over on SmackDown. I'd like to see him you know kind of inch towards the WWE title scene after this, uh, after his U.S. title reign, however long it lasts. But I think this will be a really good match, and it's a match we've seen plenty of times in the past. These two guys always deliver. Randy Orton is, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best, you know, pure, you know, WWE superstars we've seen. As far as like, if you were gonna like mold your perfect WWE superstar from scratch, Randy Orton is pretty much what that would look like for a lot of people. Jeff Hardy, like I keep saying, this is this is a wave of momentum that I think they need to just keep riding with Jeff Hardy because he's as popular as he's ever been even as a singles wrestler without the Hardy boys. And, you know, we've seen him as the WWE champion and the world champion before, but we've never seen him really like the, the top guy. And I would like to see Jeff Hardy get a chance as the top guy, as long as he can keep his nose clean. So I'm going to take Jeff Hardy to retain the U S title. After that, Seth Rollins versus the Miz for the IC title. Uh, you know, I think it'd be cool to see the Miz win the intercontinental title for the, uh, record tying ninth time. But I just don't think it happens on this show. And it also doesn't make sense to have the IC title move back to the same show that the U.S. title's on. You know, there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of reasons why Seth Rollins should hold on to that title, you know. It just, you know, if The Miz wins and he brings it to SmackDown, it just doesn't make sense. Unless maybe there's like a loophole there where if The Miz wins the IC title, he gets to come back to Raw. Now, I don't know if that's the case or not. And if that is the case, I would lean way more towards The Miz than I am right now. But to my knowledge, it's just a scenario where The Miz is on SmackDown, win or lose. And Seth Rollins, for my money, is probably the best overall performer on Raw right now. I I wish he would have gotten the Roman Reigns push. You know what I mean? Like, the guy's got it all. He's got a good look. He's good on the mic. He's fantastic in the ring. Him and AJ Styles, I think right now, are probably the top two guys uh, in the WWE system in, in any in any brand right now. Um, and there's some other guys that are real close, believe me. And there's some other guys, there's some guys in NXT too that are killing it. But I think this will be a really, really, really good match. This could potentially be the match of the night. Although I expect uh, AJ Nakamura in the main event. We'll talk about that here in a second. I expect that to be the best match of the night. And Roman and Joe could really uh, could really seal the show depending on what they do. But Rollins and The Miz, I think, is going to be really, really, really good. And I expect Seth Rollins to retain the belt. And I think that they're going to keep doing stuff with Finn Balor, who, by the way, isn't even on the show. You know, no, no Finn Balor in sight on this one. And, you know, maybe a uh, Finn Balor heel turn coming up, I could... I could see that happening, maybe. I'd like that to happen, personally. Him and Rollins have been having some awesome matches, and I'm down to watch it as many times as they want to put it out there. 
I just don't see the Miz getting the belt here. And and I will say I want to see bigger things from the Miz too. I want to see him, you know, even if he doesn't win this match, I want to see him in that upper card spot on SmackDown. I want to see him and Daniel Bryan. I want to see him uh, in AJ Styles maybe and Shinsuke or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of options for the Miz, but he's doing the best work of his career right now. Cannot say one bad thing about the Miz. But Seth Rollins is just, he's really, he's, he's catching, no, no pun intended with the burn it down, but he's really catching fire right now. And I want to see them really just ride that wave. So I'm taking Seth Rollins to retain the Intercontinental Championship. And in the main event, we got AJ Styles taking on Shinsuke Nakamura in a no DQ match for the WWE title. I think that no DQ stipulation definitely uh, favors Nakamura. I love heel Shinsuke Nakamura. Absolutely love it. I love that in New Japan, I've talked about that on this show. Y'all have heard me talk about that enough, so I won't go into detail about how much I love this this heel Shinsuke stuff, but I just, you know, I just think they need to give him the title. You know, AJ, for my money, is the best overall pro wrestler in the whole world, in any company. And it's just time for him to lose the belt because it really helps Shinsuke and I think the company and SmackDown in general just to get Shinsuke that belt, see what he does with it as a heel. You can even have more matches between him and Styles. Then, of course, you have Joe lingering, and you have other guys on SmackDown that can be right in that mix at any time. The SmackDown roster is so loaded. Uh, Daniel Bryan, especially. I mean, Daniel Bryan versus Nakamura for the WWE title would be sick. I mean, that's a legitimate dream match. I just think, I think it's time for Shinsuke to do it. I've heard Sam Roberts on his podcast talk about how he thinks it would be a great idea if AJ was wearing like a steel cup. So Shinsuke, you know, goes to hit him with the low blow and like hurts his own arm and then maybe Styles like hits him with the cup or something or whatever it is. But I think that'd be, that's a great idea. Um, I also think that it's possible that maybe Anderson and Gallows will come in and cause AJ to lose. Maybe we'll see a turn there from uh from the club. I don't know, but I just think all signs point point all signs point all signs point to uh to Shinsuke Nakamura finally winning the WWE title, becoming the first ever Japanese born WWE champion. Love the new theme song like I've been saying. Love that he's doing the whole I don't speak English thing. And AJ is a made man at this point in the WWE system. I mean Win or lose, he's he's the top guy on SmackDown. He's the man. He's the face of the blue brand. Ever since the the I guess we'll call it the rebrand split back in uh but 2016, AJ is the face of SmackDown. He he really is. So win or lose, this doesn't hurt him. And he obviously this this isn't the last time we're gonna see AJ Styles as the WWE champion. We'll just we'll just say it that that way. All right, guys, that's going to be it. I want to uh, mention right now that I will be appearing on the Marks with Mike's podcast tomorrow night. So if anyone hears this tonight and wants to check that out, we're recording it tomorrow night, fairly late in the evening. I don't know when it'll be available. I'm assuming over the weekend at some point, and I'll obviously retweet some links to that after it's recorded and available. But once again, that's Marks with Mike's podcast Really looking forward to doing that. It's always cool when I get invited to, to come on other people's shows. So if anyone listens to this who does their own podcast and wants to have uh, someone come on for an interview or just you know talk pro wrestling or whatever it is, feel free to hit me up. Uh, best way to reach me and best way to stay in touch with everything I do 
is on my Twitter at Fight Talk underscore. That's at F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. Got a Facebook group as well to search at Fight Talk Podcast. My Twitch channel that I am on more and more often now. I'm like five, uh, as of this recording, I'm like five followers away from having a subscribe button. I've been grinding on there playing, uh, mainly playing uh, UFC 3, EA Sports UFC 3, the ranked championship fights online. So make sure to check out my Twitch if you're into gaming or if you just want to talk MMA or pro wrestling because I'm just on camera talking while I'm playing these games, talking to the people in the chat. So my Twitch is uh, twitch.tv slash fight talk underscore. So it's the same as my Twitter and most of my other social media stuff. My um, merchandise available at whatamaneuver.net. That is whatamaneuver.net. Got t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, everything, uh, different colors. Anything you buy on that website goes right back into helping this podcast. It is much, much, much appreciated. Um, my written articles are available at dailyddt.com. That's dailyddt.com. It's part of fansided.com. I write articles for them, mainly WWE stuff, but sometimes, you know, some, some random wrestling stuff, but mainly WWE. And also always make sure to subscribe to the podcast, wherever you're listening, iTunes, Google Play, Podomatic, anywhere else. Please leave me a rating and a review. So a five-star rating and just a couple comments helps the podcast out so much. It really does. I know I say it all the time, but it is the truth. Essentially, by you taking a couple seconds out of your day, it's totally free, and it helps people find the podcast way easier. So please help me out, and please rate and review the Fight Talk podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. So that's going to be it, guys. Uh, like I said, tomorrow night I'll be on Marks with Mikes, so you'll be hearing from me really soon. And I'm going to have some more written articles and more and more stuff happening. Uh, all good stuff, all moving in the right direction. But until then, you know, I'll be back soon. Hey,